0: you direct from Seattle, Washington, South Lake Union. We are at Studio 212. This is episode 20 of Grill. How long it take, mister?
1: 17 minutes.
0: Thank you, 17 minutes. Uh, I am Bobby Stills. That is Hello Echo Hawk. Say hello. 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 Just say hello. Hello.
1: I'm. Say three time, it
0: three times fast. Uh, no. Um, yeah, this is uh, episode 20. Uh, this is a production of the Soundcasting Network. And it is mighty cold in Studio 212 today. It is. I don't know if it's because I fucked with the controls when I was in here last week. But <laughs> it is quite cold it, up in it's the studio. It's chilly. It's normally like
1: real hot in here.
0: Yeah, this is, uh, we are recording on, what is today, Thursday? Friday. Oh, today's Friday. Yeah, I have Friday off. I usually don't have Fridays off.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's really nice
0: Yeah, so this is an early one We're getting it ready for next week We've been kind of off the, you know, not on the mark No But we're getting back on it
1: We always say that (laughs) It's like
0: (laughs) not even remotely close Oh gosh I'm all over the place, I can't really think I'm not used to recording this early
1: No no, it's like we're normally recording at like seven
0: or later, and so it's it's sometimes like sometimes ten. We get it at eleven o'clock at night sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I'm not drinking, so it's tough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, we made it to episode 20. We're here.
1: That's crazy. We're still,
0: we're still around.
1: Crazy. Thank you guys for listening.
0: We're losing listeners left and right, though.
1: <laughs> Probably.
0: <laughs> we're not keeping up on it. Keith has been yelling at us because we have not been keeping up on our Instagram and oh, Facebook yeah. posts. He's like
1: a real mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like real pissed a real piss
0: A real slave driver, that owner of the Soundcasting <laughs> oh, Network.
1: He's like, well, now I have a night job. And so it's hard to keep up with the posts because I can't be like, hang on, guys, I got to do this Instagram post. You know, I know I'm supposed to be, you know, making the salad and these fries, but I got to do this just so just hold on.
0: Yeah. So speaking of, we'll go straight into uh, work updates. So, yeah. How do you like working at night?
1: I love it. I've always liked working at nights. Um, I'm just not a morning person, and so working at nights has just always been my jam. Um, but Yeah, uh, I r- still really like the crew. Um, it's still very difficult, and but every day I'm getting you know a little bit better, um, and things are some things are getting easier, and I'm still struggling with some things, but. They're very patient with me, which I am greatly appreciate,
0: appreciative of. So now you are in uh, the Pioneer, Pioneer Square neighborhood of Seattle, Washington, which for you uh, that are listening that do not live in the Seattle area, that is our stadium district. Yes. It is where all the stadiums are at, is the old city. And so I'm curious as to how it is dealing with that crowd for the the influx of sports fans and then it dies down very quickly how are you how are you dealing with that
1: uh i have not had to really deal with that yet um but apparently it gets
0: real cray yeah but we went we went to me and hello win eight at quality athletics which is a Sports bar restaurants mm-hmm. in that neighborhood. Uh, before I went to the Mariners game, we lost. We got swept by. What was it Oakland? I don't know. I, I don't pay attention. <laughs> to, yeah, we to got baseball. swept swept by Oakland. But <laughs> I had the chicken sandwich. It was I had with sixteen bucks,
1: something like that. You yeah. had the
0: ramen. I had was, the ramen. It what, was good. What was on that uh, sandwich that I had to ask you about? The greens that were on there. They were a mustard green, it was, a it mini was, mustard green.
1: It was um, oh shucks, now I can't remember. It was the real spiky kind green. Yeah,
0: yeah. looks like spiky arugula. I don't know, uh-huh. but uh, it was sixteen dollars, and I, you know, was not happy about paying sixteen dollars for a chicken sandwich. It was delicious, sixteen dollars worth. Uh, it was I don't not know sixteen dollars worth. Yeah, but it was tip included. Oh yeah, it had
1: the twenty percent gratuity included. And which was, you know, it was not bad.
0: And you had the ramen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was delicious. My question was, were the noodles made in house? And that was, I answered my own question. Of course, they're not made in house. No. They were delicious, though. I'm guessing they were, they're fresh, not frozen. They Definitely don't come, fresh. They don't come dried. So I was happy about that. Uh, she charged you for a Coca-Cola. That was $4 that you $3. never, $3 that you never got.
1: Right. But she was busy.
0: Yeah, she was yeah. It was a nice place. But anyway, uh, so work's going good?
1: Uh, it's going good, yes.
0: Anything else you want to add to your little update?
1: Um, no, that's about it.
0: Okay, my update at work, uh, I did not get fired. Good
1: for you. Uh,
0: I did get passed over for a promotion. Aw. Which I expected to be fired, so it's whatever. Uh I would like to shout out uh, one of my managers, well, former manager, he is moving to a different shift. His name is Jason. What's up, Jason? He is my first (laughs) listener from The Honey Hole.
1: Okay. Hi, Jason.
0: Uh, He listened to our episode with uh, Troy from Rock Creek. Mm -hmm. He enjoyed it. You know, you tell people you have a podcast about the restaurant industry and food and they really don't know what to make of it they think maybe you're going to be a know-it-all or try to be fancy or some shit. No, not here, no. girl. How long stick mister? <laughs>
1: Definitely not fancy.
0: No, we just talk about the industry and talk about food. Mostly talk about our friends and what we enjoy about working in the industry and what we hate. Mostly what we hate about the industry. <laughs> yeah. Somebody told me that the other day. It was like, you know, you shit on the industry a lot. And I was like, you know, that's the, we love food. We love cooking. Yes. And we love our friends in the industry. We just loathe the industry. Yeah. Uh, it's... it's
1: Yeah. What it makes you become.
0: (laughs) Mostly alcoholic drug addicts. Yes. No, (laughs) not me. Not me. Uh, Whatever. So, yeah. So I want to say what's up, Jason. But, uh, yeah, I got passed up for a promotion. So they they hired somebody else. uh, You know, one of my operations managers, the operation manager who is in charge of hiring other people who wanted me to take a higher position, which I was like, you know. It didn't matter to me. I'm not really there to be in charge of anybody. I'm just there to do my job, make my money, and get the fuck out and come work on my podcast and do other shit that I enjoy doing. (laughs) But uh, he was quite upset, and he was looking at some other resumes, and it was a fucking joke of some of the people that came in there. But the guy we got in there... Nice enough guy, but it is summertime, and uh, you, all of you that work in the industry know when summertime comes, it's when we need an influx of people. They start hiring everybody. So we are gearing up for the summertime at the Honey Hole when we start having lines out of the door all day long. Because usually we have lines out the door just during kind of the lunch rush, which is maybe an hour, an hour and a half, uh, and our ticket times can run 20, 30 minutes. I've seen them run Dang. longer I, for a sandwich. I know. Uh, but I've talked about how much time it actually takes to make one of the sandwiches. It's about it's, it's eight minutes, about eight minutes, eight to 12 minutes, yeah. depending on, you know, how full your oven is, but you get behind man. And, uh, so we're gearing up for the summer and uh, so we're training new people. Right. And so I figured, uh, because I have been dealing with new trainees and people coming in there and you have been hired, we would go over training today Yeah. here at the show. Um, so do you want to start maybe with, uh, how your training is going at, uh, where do you Damn right the at? weather. Damn the weather. Yeah. Is there some positive things you're seeing? Are there some negative things you're seeing? Something that you wish they were doing, you know, anything. Uh, Now I went to Uh I was at your house last night prepping for the show. Yeah, sorry to cut you off. Uh, And Hillel had uh, strewn (laughs) across her hallway um, tickets. Yes. And tickets are what comes out of the printer that tells you what's on each table's order, all the items. And you hang those tickets up and then you work each ticket accordingly to when they come through the printer. So she had a stack of (laughs) tickets strewn across her and I was like, "Are you're taking your home, you're taking your work home with you. Mm -hmm. What's up with that? And then she responds with?
1: I'm using them as flashcards. Yeah, they gave me this great tip and they're like, One of the many great tips. Oh, it wasn't your
0: idea. Uh uh. I was going to give you some bomb credit.
1: I yeah no no. They they told me this. So they were like, take home these tickets and use them as flashcards, and then because I was having trouble like reading the tickets and because I'd never done these kind of their ticket system before. Because it's not coursed out. It's just like you do the food and then you run it. So I was just like, okay. So take the ticket home and then practice like all of the motions as I would do it at work. You know what I mean?
0: I don't understand.
1: So I read a ticket and then I would be like-
0: You're at home practicing, preparing the dish? I'm
1: practicing the dish as I would on the line. I look a little insane
0: (laughs) okay can you please record this for Instagram and can we post this on Instagram
1: yeah I would like to see this I've never done this I don't know how so you would have to record me doing it because I can't do that
0: we'll have your boyfriend what's his name
1: I'm not going to say his name.
0: On <laughs> I'm going to catch you. I know his name, but I'm not going to call. I'm going to catch you one day and you're going to say his name.
1: And then we're going to bleep it out. Now, I've never said
0: my girlfriend's name on the show, but you have said my I girlfriend's have, name I have, and I felt so bad. Oh, she doesn't. It's, well, yeah, it's just a <laughs> privacy thing. Yeah. So Whatever. I'm
1: not going to say his name.
0: Her name rhymes with Shmana. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, <laughs> um, okay, so <clears throat> now, the only thing that I can say that i that I've taken my work that I've taken home with me, which Tip number one, Uh, this also goes a tip for you because uh, you were having a problem sauteing. But (laughs) the only thing that I ever took home was uh, my friend, uh, Jake Height, who is over in uh, Vietnam. I hope he comes back soon. He's been gone for almost a year now. Oh, Uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, When I was learning how to saute, first learned how to saute probably about 12 years ago, uh, he put me on a saute station and asked me if I know how to flip. Uh, you know, flip a saute pan. And I told him, yeah, maybe, no, not really. <laughs> so he sent me home with a saute pan and a bag of marbles. Okay. And he said, just when you're sitting around, standing somewhere, just practice flipping, rolling these marbles and not dropping any marbles on the ground. So just keep tossing those marbles in a saute pan. And then it's the flick of the wrist, man. Just like it is the flick of the just wrist. It's like you're cooking up crack pies. <laughs> you know about that, right? No. Trapping? No. Never no. cooked up any crack? No, I have not. Neither am I. It's just (laughs) just, jokes, jokes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's the only training that I've ever taken home with me is that. Okay. So is that the flashcards working for you? Uh, The flashcards are working for me because not only
1: is it getting like the muscle memory down, but it's like getting the tickets, you know, the name of the dish and everything like that. Uh, And then another tip that they gave me was to write down all of the steps that the dish has, you know? And so that's been helpful as well.
0: Now, are you carrying around a notebook with you? I am. All right, smart girl. Yeah, I saw some people come in uh, to my work that are new uh, and going through training. And our new, uh, one of our new managers came in there. Uh, He walks in with a notebook. So that was a good sign. Started sketching his diagrams in of where everything goes. Uh, All his me's and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. labeling everything of where it goes, writing down step for step. That was a good sign. Mm -hmm. So I have faith in him. Uh, Now, some of the other people at my work that that I've told you about, Uh, we got some people in there and, uh, you know, I I don't know. I just, my feeling is, is even if you know everything, you've been to three culinary schools, you've been a sous chef, you've been an executive chef, you've been a kitchen manager. Uh, Every place is different. Yeah. So, I, I know the equivalent at one restaurant to another restaurant varies. Also, a kitchen manager to a lead position, var- you know. Uh, I know some kitchen managers who've technically never been a chef, but can outcook and are way smarter and better at running a kitchen than a sous chef is. So, exactly, y- you can't judge somebody by their title or what they've done or their resume. It's usually their work ethic and uh, their experience.
1: Oh, yeah. At one of my last kitchens, there was a guy who's been in... He's never gone to culinary school or anything like that. He just worked his way up. He was an amazing, amazing cook. Complete asshole. But he could definitely outcook our executive chef. Hands down could outcook him.
0: Yeah, I'm going to bring a guy in here pretty soon. I got to get a hold of him. but He's probably been in the industry for over 40 years and he's rough and just... Mm -hmm. He looks it, but this motherfucker can cook his ass off. Yeah, uh, never seen a man sear a piece of fish like him, but uh, yeah, he murders it. So yeah, so I don't know. I just I have I have some people that have come in there, and yeah, and I work at a sandwich shop, right? You would think it's it's cake. It's not cake. Is, know,
1: I'm sure it gets intense
0: yeah but um I mean I had uh, there's a guy that came in there and he tells me he uh, he is I'm supposed to be training him right no mm-hmm. problem I introduce myself I'm easy going um, I tell him any questions you know I can go over things with him he tells me he knows everything right he tells me he's done it before he has worked now most of my job is working with me. Uh, we pull our tri-tip every morning. We pull our turkey every morning. We cut up our brisket. We cook off our flank steak. Yada yada, so on so on. Cut up our vegetables. But apparently, he his family owns a barbecue joint in North sta- uh, Upstate New York that he's been working in since I can't remember if he said fourteen or sixteen. Uh, so he knows. He knows his meat. Apparently, okay. So expert, and, yes. And he had been ran through the gauntlets uh, with other people. And as you know, everybody does things differently. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to say my way is the best. I'm going to say my way is the most efficient, time efficient, okay. and my shit looks the best. That's just me. Uh, other people may beg to differ, but. Uh, so I said, "Yeah, okay, man. Well, then I'll, I'm just gonna go do some other things. I'll just kind of shadow you and let you do your own thing. If you have any questions or anything you'd like me to show you something, let me know." So I let him, I let him cook, yeah, and do his own thing. Uh, then I get, uh, a, then I get a rant
1: Oh. oh no! Oh no! That's, Mike down! Mike that, down! That's my phone.
0: Uh, oh, then I get fail a,
1: podcast fail.
0: Oh, <laughs> it's Keith. I'm gonna fucking kill him. Oh man, it's Keith. It's
1: Keith. Oh, of course it is. Oh
0: man, uh, always. So every
1: time, literally every time. Yeah,
0: I always. So the kid tells me that uh, he knows what he's doing, and then I get reminded that he has been cutting the meat with the grain. What? Yeah. So they, the manager. Yeah. Me- he's
1: been around me his whole life. Apparently.
0: God. So the managers want me to go remind him, wanted me to remind him that you need to cut against the grain, which is rule number two when it comes to me. I don't uh, know. Always wash your hands. I don't yeah. know. Sharp knives. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. It's up there. <laughs> at top, least top three. Top three. Top three at least. Uh, always cut against the grain. So I went over and reminded him and he caught me some attitude and said he'd already been talked to about it. And I said, all right, cool, man. They just wanted me to remind you. No problem. Still still cuts the the, the, the tri-tip with the grain. So I caught him and I said, hey, man. Le- so
1: is so does he just not know like I, what,
0: I'm not what gonna, grain I, means? I don't know. I'm not going to judge him. I don't, I don't know him personally like that. I just, you know. But I said, hey, man, let me show you how I do it. He said his problem was when you're Slicing, you know, the grain changes. Right. So so what did I tell him? You flip the meat around. Yeah. Pretty easy. So anyway, I let him do his own thing. He, you know, whatever. Uh, Next day I come in, but they want me to train him on something else different. I train him in. He wants to go and tell me that he uh, has done this before and he doesn't need any help and that he's got everything and okay. starts to caught me attitude. And then I proceed to see him do something wrong. And so I lost a little bit of my cool. And it is it is a sandwich shop, so it's, things are a little bit more chiller. I wish it was a real kitchen because his ash would have been sent to the dish pit to scrub pans. Uh-huh. But because you gotta be nice, I kind of lost my temper and said, look, man, since you know everything, either you do everything and you do it wrong, or you let me show you the way I do it and we try to try to work together, but since you know everything, I, either you let me show you or you, you get no help today. Right. So then he continued to bitch about having a second job and all this stuff. He didn't need huh. that crap. I didn't care. And so <laughs> it's not your problem. So they sent him home. <laughs> <laughs> so that's his training. Now I had to talk with my managers about it, and I don't know. I mean. I just know that whenever I go into a new place or anything like that, mostly if you just shut your mouth and watch and listen, uh, you'll realize who's the real deal and who's who's just talking a big game.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: Because you watch somebody put their foot in their mouth. Uh, Another short little quick tidbit about it. Uh, one oh, fuck I don't even want to tell the story but uh, one,
1: don't tell the story then if you don't want to tell it. I
0: have to I fucking have to because this I got in trouble for it. One manager was training the new manager and I kept hearing overhearing my I'm I'm working the line. They're doing their own thing but it's close quarters kitchen. I overhear them her telling him things that is either a Something different that I had been taught, or B, I know is completely wrong. Okay. So I'm just asking, and mind you, this is my managers, people that are above me, uh, in at work, not in life. Uh, <laughs> they are. Uh, so I'm just asking to get some clarification <laughs> okay. because I want to do my job correctly. All right. And I want to have all the you know all the knowledge that I can to make an effective decision as to uh, how I'm going to proceed with uh, the way I, I work. All right. So she she She's takes trying it to make yourself. Better. She takes it as me undermining her in front of the new trainee, <laughs> which is hella annoying. So she gets hella pissed at me, and so I'm like, I apologize. I'm sorry. I you know I'm I'm not trying to be an asshole, which I wasn't. But I was just trying to get shit correct and make sure she was correct. Yeah. Until, until I heard her tell this motherfucker to cook his tri tip steaks to 165. What? Yeah. She goes, you want to cook the steaks until they're they're 135 and then let them rest on the grill until they're 160, 165. And I just about dropped my fucking knife and my tongs (laughs) and turned around and went, oh, hell no. (laughs) This will not stand. And so I went over and I go, no, you are wrong you are wrong
1: that is
0: and she goes no you're you're." well that's how i was told that's how i was told and i go i don't care how you were told that's wrong you're way overcooking meat it's a sin and then it is a sin and then she was like well whatever and got real pissed at me and i went over and i got opened up some book for or whatever and looked and i said look it's right there in the book just i knew it was yeah i I don't need to look it up you're just proving a point because I don't want him or her to overcook steaks. Yeah. Uh, I felt I shouldn't be shitting on people, and I'm not shitting on the person who it is. I love them to death, and I pulled them aside later and apologized profusely. Even shot a text and said, "Look, I'm you know I didn't mean to come off as an asshole to undermine you, but um, that's how it goes with training. Yeah. I mean, it's shut up, look, listen, mm-hmm. ask yeah, questions when- if you have." yeah don't I yeah. Fuck, when I, I chewed you out for this shit,
1: yeah. When I have trained other people at different places, I've been wrong. You know, it's totally fine. I'm like, oh shit, I was wrong. I've gone back and you know, apologize and fixed my mistake and you know, and hopefully have made them better. but it's it's no big deal. Be wrong. Be humble about it. When you go into a new place, definitely. The place that you were at prior is going to do things differently. It's not the same. Just yeah, be quiet. listen, learn, watch. it's it's always going to be different. there's there's a thousand ways to do something.
0: I couldn't have said it better myself <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Girl, how long does it take Mr? Three minutes. All right, thank you. heard.
0: Yeah, heard, 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 heard. heard. Um, all right. Yeah. So, moving on from our rant about training, I'm sorry I had to get it off of my chest. Uh, so we're gonna move on to uh, from training to uh, drinking, uh, which is another part of the industry, which I'm currently not doing. Which I will keep reiterating that <laughs> until I fall off the edge and become <laughs> a full blown alcoholic. Not gonna happen.
1: Not gonna happen. I'm very proud of you, by the way, <laughs> for keeping this up. This is. I'm super, super proud of you.
0: I have a lot more time and a lot more money on my hands, but that's true. You
1: told me about that. How, like, your budget compared to when you (laughs) lived in um, uh, Vegas, and you like had you're making the same amount of money, and you added everything up, and then you, yeah, yeah, and you're like, I'm like, dang, you had that much money. My budget
0: was a lot of money.
1: Yeah, and. It was it was ridiculous how much money he was spending on alcohol and stuff, and, <laughs> and compared stuff. to now and stuff, and and that was like transportation and everything. Yeah,
0: my my dog collection was a very expensive habit,
1: and. And now,
0: cabbage patch dolls.
1: Ca- <laughs> I don't.
0: <know. laughs> so, so we're me and Hello are shop, grocery shopping uh, the other day for to cook dinner. Uh huh. Hello was nice enough to cook me dinner, which was delicious. Thank you. Meat was a little tough, but me- uh, it was delicious. Yeah. It was fine. Ooh, we just didn't we have the could, time. We
1: didn't. Yeah.
0: Uh, we walked by this episode. Uh, this this issue. Uh, it's going to be. Hmm, what's it say on the side? Hmm. April two thousand sixteen of the Seattle Met. Uh, for you the, the, you that are not in Seattle, too bad for you. But you will be able to resonate with this. Uh, it's called best Neighborhood Bars. And on the cover of it is the lovely lovely uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I mean the people sitting outside are. The, yeah, that's the fan favorite, <laughs> Shorty's uh, bar down in Belltown. It is two 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 four, Second Avenue. So-
1: I don't know, because I know that the rabbit hole is 2222. Two, 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 two,
0: two. Two. But anyway, uh, what just struck me about this thing is that uh, they're talking about neighborhood bars and regulars who come there and all that good stuff. But the now they and they made sure to put in the front of this issue that these people were not paid models. They found them in the bar. Now, from what oh, I hear from my yeah. friends, these are not regulars who hang out at this bar. They don't look like shorty regulars. No, they don't. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, I was like, oh, shit, let's buy this and then go over uh, best, some Best Neighborhood Bars. We're going to run through it real quick. We're at about 25 minutes right now. Okay, so this so, needs to be real quick. Yeah, so we're going to bust through this real quick, and uh, yeah, we'll just go over some comments, some quick uh, big ones. Do you have any of uh, some of your favorites? What's your notes say there, buddy?
1: Um. Okay, so some of my favorites... Well, some of the ones that I want to go to, um, just because I've never really even been to these places, like these entire districts. Um, One in Central District is Wonder Coffee and Sports Bar. It's an Ethiopian spot. yeah,
0: uh, I don't know this. My uh, special lady friend lives right, yeah, in the central district. What uh, did you put down? All of the, yeah, I did. They got neighbor lady, uh, bottleneck lounge, wonder coffee, and sports bar. Chuck's Hop Shop and Twilight Twilight Exit. Yeah, how many of those you been to? Uh, None. Uh, Neighbor Lady is closest to my girlfriend's house. It is wonderful. I believe it's the same owners as the Twilight Exit. It is pretty trendy and very hipsterish, but they do serve a good drink and the vibe is very, very cool. Uh, And it's right behind uh, Uncle Ike's, which is a legal weed shop. Huh? It's it's a a weed shop connected to a bar, man. You can't go wrong.
1: No, that's a a good hookup right there.
0: But Wonder Coffee and uh, Sports Bar, Chuck's Hop Shop. It's one of those convenience store bars. (laughs) If you guys have not been to one of these things, you can literally walk in there and buy a six pack of beer and they will just charge you a restocking fee, which is like two or three bucks. And then you can sit down and open up your own beer buy ice cream popcorn
1: oh that's fun
0: yeah and you can bring your we bring growlers in there and get them filled up it's just down the street from my lady's house we have fun with that uh but i wanted to also uh shout out one of my friends who's actually um not on the cover but on the inside of the neighborhood bars 2016 jillian hello jillian by the way ted smith who is our talent coordinator from the men's room on 99.9 i believe Mm -hmm. he knows jillian too hi ted Hey Ted, uh, and then next is Capitol Hill. Uh, Capitol Hill has got a uh, best neighborhood bars. It's going to be Sun Liquor, Speckle and Drake, Stumbling Monk, Hop Vine, the Roanoke, um, and they have some uh, they have some little tidbits about a couple other short ones. The Pony, <laughs> yeah. Linda's Tavern, and Liberty. Any quick ones you want to go over? want to?
1: Um, the Pony is always fun, and then do you know the history is... of the
0: Pony? I do not. So. The pony is what it's it, it's the triangle bar that is uh Matt where Madison and Union split, uh-huh. so which I believe is twelfth twelfth and Madison. Ma- yeah. Now uh, it was a pop up bar at the old Cha Cha, which used to be on well, Piker Pine. Mm-hmm. It did they man it's a it, mm-hmm. it's a hipster gay bar. Yes. I I mean, I don't want to offend anybody. I don't know. But I know the original pop up was very, very trendy amongst some of the LGBTQ community yes. is that right uh, but they used to trash that place they partied hard It was the building was being torn down so they partied <laughs> hard the windows were always fogged up and some shit went down in there but they did very good whoever did that pop up was successful and they made enough money to go ahead and uh, put in a permanent location and they got a great great location so that place is great
1: yeah Oh yeah, it's it's very fun to go to. If you come to Seattle, it's definitely one of the bars to go to.
0: And then they have uh, a great pink drink. And then Sun Sun Liquor <laughs> Lounge. Uh, now the one that they're for best neighborhood bar, and this is neighborhood bars. This is so kind of regulars, not really trendy, all that good stuff. Uh, there are two Sun Liquors. This is the one that's on Summit, and they always were making a joke in this article of Seattle Met uh, that people uh, walk into one thinking that they're going to the other one. Yeah. Speckle and Drake. Always good. Stumbling monk. I don't know why this is on here. Uh, I like. I mean, it's cool, but Hop Hop Vine. Uh, there's some shitty local music that there sometimes. I shouldn't say that because uh, I've had friends play there. Uh, the Roanoke is great. Uh, it's at the very end of Broadway on Capitol Hill. If you have not been there in the summertime, they have ping pong. You get your ass whooped. Uh, great, great place. Place. Uh, my buddy. Praise. Praise. I can't <laughs> talk. Uh, Linda's is a staple. Right. Liberty has some of the best cocktails in the city. They also serve sushi. Huh. In case you didn't know that. Uh, what were you going to say about Vito's?
1: Oh, it's just like fun to go into. Used I to, like Vito's. Place
0: used to be hood. Yeah. Used to be.
1: Oh, no. I, well, yeah. My sister, she got she had (laughs) it's where she met her husband and like mm, 10 years ago or so she got into a fight she used to be ridiculous she's now this like high powered lawyer and (laughs) but
0: (laughs) maybe that's why
1: back in the day she was like rugged and (laughs) and she got into this bar fight for, I don't know, some reason, and she had to go to the ER and get three stitches in her forehead because somebody hit her in the forehead with a broken bottle
0: at Vito's. Vito's is very sexy now. They did a revamping of it. One of our fellow <laughs> podcast members here on uh, We got a new podcast coming out on the Soundcasting Network called End User Disagreements. It's about video games,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, but Derek Jones, he is the host Derek Anthony Jones, I think he goes by. Uh, His band has played there a couple of times, and I've seen them there. Very sexy. Uh, Georgetown, I'll go off the list real quick, but uh, I think every bar in Georgetown is a great neighborhood bar. Uh, There's not really a bad bar there. Uh, and They keep it that way. Georgetown likes it. They have had developers trying to come in there, Uh and they've offered the owners of a lot of those properties down there who I know— Uh, They've offered him a lot of money, and he just, he won't do it, you know? He's got plenty of money. He doesn't need big developers in there. They've tried. Definitely.
1: Uh, I know Georgetown is trying to be all gentrified, but it's...
0: Not going to happen. But they list Star Brass Lounge, Nine Pound Hammer, Slim's Last Chance, which is not really in Georgetown. I'm going to go ahead and say that's Soto. Uh, Well, I don't know. I
1: don't know. I don't really know that area. I'd never go down there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Next up, we have Belltown, your, Belltown. Your, your spot.
1: It is. This is, it's like Belltown and Ballard. This is where I hang out.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I've, I frequent all these establishments. Uh, Mecca is not Belltown. Mecca is Queen Anne. Uh, For sure, same uh, sister restaurant. I don't know if the same owners own a, a Five Point, but Five Points on Lounge. So they got <laughs> Mecca Cafe and Bar, Shorties, which is on the cover. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Love everybody at Shorties. Uh, you want a shitty hot dog? Go to Shorties. Go, yeah. You want some shitty nachos? Go to Shorties. You want to get treated like shit while you get your PBR and uh, Jaeger? Go to <laughs> Go Shorties. To you want awesome pinball? Go to Shorties.
1: Oh yeah, always
0: good pinball. Yes. Uh, Shorty's the the jam, uh, Five Point Cafe, Rob Roy, Two Bells Tavern, uh, Cyclops Cafe and Lounge. Okay. Uh, Quick story about Five Point. After work,
1: we would always go there, like after the bars closed, I should say. And we were there one night. Somebody proposed at Five Point. You never know what's going to happen. Do you think it that, is like.
0: Do you think they they met each other that night?
1: No, they were definitely like together, 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 super drunk. And it's like not, it's it's like a dive, dive place, dirty. And it's,
0: it's Seattle it, staple. So
1: yeah, definitely. It's been around yeah, for like
0: 80 years or something like that. If you're listening to this podcast outside of Seattle and you come to visit here, go to Five Point. Yeah. And it's also made um, <coughs> best. I think it, it won best dive bar in Washington by Triple A? I don't know. Uh, Rob Roy, we've covered them before. They uh-huh. are opening up two more. They're opening up another bar and another restaurant in the upcoming year in Belltown, too. Uh, two Bells Tavern, uh, Great Patio, It's that's on Third uh, Avenue? Fourth Avenue. Fourth <laughs> Avenue. Uh, and they have a great burger that is served on a, it's a square burger served on a baguette. Cyclops Cafe and Lounge. Uh, They go over some shit about Kurt Cobain frequenting this place a lot. But uh, they have really good brunch. And I watched the premiere of uh, Drew Prawl's drag race this year. there. Uh. Um, Fremont. We'll go over Fremont's best one. Backdoor. Roxy's. I think that's where it's at. Great place. Pacific Inn Pub. Awesome. Barrel Thief. Never been. Brower's Cafe. Awesome. They have like 64 taps. They also, you can buy a beer a bottle of beer that's like 150 bucks
1: what what is gold in there
0: it's beautiful what is i don't yeah best neighborhood bars i don't know if you even call that a neighborhood bar this was my argument george and dragon pub yeah it's fun i mean i don't frequent this too much north seattle i don't even know north seattle is
1: (laughs) i used to live in north seattle the
0: gainsburg the grizzled wizard latona pub the cozy nut tavern which i have been to it's north 85th that's where you live
1: uh, yeah, I used to live up in that area uh, um,
0: West Seattle You know what, we're not even going to cover West Seattle Because we, that does not count as Seattle it did, No, not at all Shout out to all my friends who live in West Seattle But I'm not coming across that bridge uh, Yeah, I know uh, Columbia City, Lottie's Lounge, Hummingbird Saloon, Union Bar, Royal Room I was just at Royal Room Royal
1: Room, yeah, I want to go there Live music, like all the time Salsa dancing,
0: man like, so oh, Excellent. Love salsa dancing Excellent white people watching Oh, Dude, they get getting wait. down. They I can't wait. They got some pretty sweet cocktails flowing. Now, I, neighborhood bar, see next door to them, there's a place called the Royal Esquire Room. Did I tell you this? Oh, story? yeah, you told me about this. I walked next to the Royal Room. There's the Royal Esquire Room. They said it's been around since the 30s, I want to say. There's a gentleman dressed up in a suit outside, and I walked by, and there's some loud. Soul music going oh, on. I want to go so bad. Lots of uh, African American people in there just getting down. So I was like, this is my jam. He took us inside, gave us a tour. We went through a metal detector. <laughs> uh, but you're talking about top hats and gaiters. And yeah. uh, every, the dance floor was packed, it was in the center of the room. Lots of lounge tables around the center of the dance floor. Live music. It was great. I wish I could say it in a small bar inside, but they also have cocktail service. Uh, wonderful. Yeah, Royal Esquire room next to the Royal Room, which also has salsa dancing. Well, yeah, I went there. It's like two jazz weeks ago.
1: bands and stuff like that. Yeah, I'd we were say, listening to Brazilian
0: like, music there last week. Uh, Ballard, uh, Ballard Smoke Shop, always great. Easy
1: milkshakes, f- <laughs> people.
0: <laughs> the Noble Fur, which has uh, yeah, lots of beer. Hattie's Hat, hella divey. Oh, yeah. Hella good. Total Food, industry bar. Get shitty drunk and uh, eat there. It's great. Hazelwood, and the Waterwheel Lounge. Uh, Waterwheel
1: Lounge. I love the Waterwheel yeah, Lounge. So do I, but Hazel, Great never Great karaoke.
0: Um, last one. See, they don't even have... They got the International District. They don't even have Pioneer Square on here. You get no love. Uh, but they got... The International they have JM Cafe posted on here, uh, which is hella old. I'm more of a central kind of guy, which is next door. Seattle's oldest saloon. I used to also I, work there. Yeah, I, used I to know, to know nothing there. about this district. And then Konami Itsakaya. Uh, Murray Stenson, if you guys don't know who Murray Stenson is, he's the one that brought the cocktail, uh, craft cocktail movement from New York to Seattle. He is a Seattle legend. I've
1: definitely heard of this man.
0: Uh, yeah, I've met him a couple of times. Uh, our podcast uh, here at the Soundcast. How to be a better drinker? Yeah, they are uh, friends of uh, Murray Stenson's.
1: Huh.
0: Uh, and they have Fort St. George Eastern Cafe, Bush Garden, which is fucking great karaoke, Purple Dot Cafe. Oh, that's a long list. I know oh, they yeah, don't... Bush Garden is great. I know they don't like going over a list on this show but too late but you know
1: what it just happened it just
0: happened we just wanted to go over Seattle's (laughs) best neighborhood bars because uh, I saw Shorty's was on the cover of this and uh, Shorty's is also an industry bar oh yeah definitely so yeah after you get done uh, being trained or uh, having to train somebody and you just want to get blasted on because you're annoyed because (laughs) you're annoyed or you just got your ass kicked and you're so frustrated because I mean I remember when I first started at uh, Honey Hole I mean the the menu is not that big, but there's a lot of components to a lot of those sandwiches, and you're getting your ass kicked. I mean, yeah. And there's just one at, of you. There's just one of you busting those sandwiches out. So
1: yeah, no. At at my current job, it's like everything is in house, and so there's so much that goes on. There's so much prep, and it's it's very difficult. All right. Very
0: difficult. (laughs) We're at 40 minutes. Let's try to bust this ingredient of the week out in five minutes. Do you think Mm -hmm. we can do it as a challenge?
1: Uh, yeah.
0: A quick story about ingredient of the week, the week (laughs) last week, uh, we did nettles last week and today I was in my uh, girlfriend's kitchen, uh, making some, uh, a bagel with, uh, chive, cream cheese and some lovely smoked salmon that her father had caught and I was going to put some greens on there. Mm-hmm. So I saw a bucket of greens, a bowl of greens. Lift the lid up that bowl of greens and I reached my hand in there and go ahead and grab a handful of greens and what is it? Nettles. Stung the shit out of my <laughs> hand. Still hurts. When was that? Today this morning. No, like what time this morning? Oh, uh, 10th, eleven 11:30? All right, so 11. that's
1: like a good, it's 450. Mostly right my now. pinky.
0: My pinky is really, really killing me right Maybe now. Maybe it's because
1: that gold band you got right there.
0: <laughs> yeah, she asked me to do what something. What is that? Nothing. What is it's that not, about? Let's not talk about What's
1: that. Okay. It. okay. Nothing. Right.
0: It's just whatever. Okay. Yeah, all, right. all right, so the ingredient of the week. <clears throat> Bam. Bam. All right, hit it up.
1: Morels.
0: It's Morel season, people. I'm yes. excited. Oh,
1: so delicious. Which
0: is a mushroom.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: And Delicious. they're local. Oh they're local here, so we can forage them. Yeah. Uh, everybody else around the country, go buy them dried. Mm-hmm. They're good. They're crack. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. That's it.
1: Okay, I'm gonna do salmon and a red wine morel sauce. So, um, you need one ounce, like a good handful, of morels, um, boiling water, some cornstarch. Um, olive oil some shallots red wine um, some seafood stock or clam juice um, some lemon juice salt and pepper to taste and um, like a one pound or so of um, wild caught salmon don't get that farm salmon disgusting disgusting I don't know what you were about to say. Mouth is full of water. Okay. So you need to um, cook and strain the morels. Uh, keep that liquid. Mince and stir in the cornstarch with that liquid. Um, cook the shallots and morels. Add the wine. Um, reduce that to about a quarter cup or so. Add the stock and simmer that. Um, Mount with butter and lemon. Because, yeah. Mount it. (laughs) Mount it. You know, stir that in. Um, And then sear the salmon on like a medium-high heat for about four minutes each side.
0: Skin side down.
1: Yes. Thank you. And serve that with a nice
0: rice or... Couscous, couscous, maybe? <laughs> Fucker.
1: <laughs> okay, you're gonna have to let that she go. She fucking
0: told me she was making couscous. Last I did night. not say I was gonna make couscous. Fucking
1: liar! I did not. I said I had couscous.
0: All right. Okay. I'm gonna bust mine out real quick. That was good. Hello. That was like a minute and a half. Not bad. Not bad. All right. All right I'm also gonna be doing seafood huh. with my morels. I'm gonna be doing scallops. Ooh. All right. I'm gonna be doing like a creamed spinach and morel scallop dish. All right. So you're going to take your, get your pan ripping, ripping hot. Rippin'. You're Uh, going to toss some olive oil in. I'm just freestyling this. Uh, You're going to toss some olive oil in there, and you're going to sear off those scallops, just one side of the scallops, okay? Get some nice, really good color on Mm -hmm. those scallops. You're going to pull those scallops off of there, okay? You're gonna let them drain, or whatever you call it, uh, and then you're gonna throw some butter in that same pan. You're gonna toss in some garlic, some shallot, some salt, some pepper. You're gonna toss. You're gonna slice your morels uh, lengthwise, uh, pretty thin, I guess, not too thin, but not too thick. Not yeah. Uh, you're gonna want to toss those morels in there. You're gonna cook them down to their al dente, I guess. You know, All right, some some yeah. bite to them, right? Um, and then you're gonna. Let's see. That's a bad noise. (laughs) Then you're going to throw your spinach in there. I'm going to throw some spinach in there. Uh, Saute that off with your morels. They wilt a little bit. Then Mm you want to hit it with some cream.
1: Cream.
0: I'm a fat boy. (laughs) And once you put the cream in there, you're going to put your scallops back in. Hit it with salt and pepper. Cover it up for about, I don't know, four to five minutes. Don't overcook your scallops. Bam. Sounds like money to me. Not bad. I don't know. I never cooked it. (laughs) That <laughs> sounds good. I will cook it. The best thing about ingredient of the week is a lot of the shit I come up with, it just comes off the top of my head. Something I'd like to do that give us an ingredient. Mm-hmm. Uh, we come up with an ingredient. Some other people give us ingredients. We come up with it and we make a dish out of it uh, off the top of our heads. Yeah. Uh, we don't over, try to overthink it. We just try to come up with something on the fly. Uh, Definitely. But, but I do go home and try these recipes. Oh, uh, for sure. I've had other people come up to me and try these recipes too or they modify them. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Oh. For sure. Anyway, uh, that's going to bring us to the end of our episode. Uh, I'd like to thank Halel because she's awesome.
1: Oh, thanks.
0: And, and, uh, and I, I want to thank everybody else for uh, listening and uh, paying attention to us and the feedback on social media. Uh, the Facebook is...
1: Grill, How Long Stick Mister.
0: Yeah, and if you haven't liked our page, I know a lot of you listen to our show and you don't like our page, go fucking like our page. Uh, Instagram. The Instagram's Please. popping off. What is Instagram?
1: Grill, how long stick mister.
0: Twitter? I don't even care about Twitter, but what is our Twitter? How long Sake Mister. And then once again, if you have any questions or comments or any anything, anything you want to personally attack me for anything or hello. Uh, Our email is going to be uh, grillhowlongsteakmister at (laughs) gmail.com. I want to thank uh, the (laughs) Soundcasting Network for hosting us. And uh, until next week, people, peace. Bye. Grill, how long steak mister?
1: Five minutes out. Eat a dick, bitch.